this morning from the sunken ghost ship. You're listening to WKBAG Studios. Were you okay? Rule Bowser Andros Cannon. This is Video Games, a comedy show. My name is James Sunderland, and it is day five of us hanging out on this old leaky ship. My uncle sent me a letter and said if we can just stay on this ship for the next 30 days without leaving, we get the ship. We get to have it. Let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew. Returning champion to the show. I'm so excited to have this guy back on uh, on the program, Mr. Michael McCaller. Batten down the hatches. We're Don't on a ghost worry, ship. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought I didn't know there was going to be so much. I'm so sorry. Here, do it again. Batten down the hatches. <laughs> We're on a ghost ship. Don't you worry, girly. That's better timing. Not perfect, but better. <laughs> uh, how you doing, pal? I'm good. Yeah, I mean... I. I don't know. This thing has its charm. Sure, it's leaking and sweaty and creaky. It's an adventure. It is an adventure, yeah. I just wish that the water, um, I could see it. Mm -hmm. There's just so much fog and things moving in the fog. I'm not even sure that we're... Are we in water or are we on land? Well, I did take a a bucket and tie it to a rope and dip it down into the water. And when I pulled it out, it was nothing but a mirror. Right. It was a physical mirror and it showed me, but like decaying. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I did the same thing. I, uh, on the other side of the ship, I don't think we could see each other. There's so much fog. Mm -hmm. I had a little dip down, go down underneath. And uh, what I pulled out was a chest. And when I opened it up, there was a beating heart inside. And uh, I just put it right back down. I said, <laughs> I can't eat that or sell that. So there's no reason for me to have it. Was it the heart of the man you killed <laughs> <laughs> that you feel guilty about? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my like cool short stories mixed up. It might have either been the beating heart of the raven. Is that? No, it's not the raven. It's what's Edgar Allan Poe's? That was a telltale, telltale heart. Telltale heart. You kill the man and put yeah. the heart underneath. Um, it could also be Davy Jones' locker. Right. You know, it, 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 you know, neither hither nor thither. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, as long as we just stay on this ship, we got it. I mean, last year we were having to stay in a go- in a in a in a well in Big Boo's haunt, mm-hmm. uh, and, and we unfortunately had- we turned that. After we inherited it, we mm-hmm. just turned it into a big party house. Yeah, <laughs> now it yeah. smells too bad for anybody to spend time. It in became it. Animal House. It became haunted in a different way, uh, with disgusting fungus and odor. <laughs> uh, and this this has already got that. So this has already got the fungus. Already got the odor. I also realized that we call it the sunken ghost ship, but we're fully not sunken. <laughs> we're on the surface of the earth. It has been sunken, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's completely split in half, Titanic style, but it's just sitting there. It's waterlogged. Yeah, it's just when waterlogged. We wa- when we wash on, yeah. the, on the board, they're not firm. They're uh, soft. Do you mind if I just go ahead now and um, uh, close these windows? That would be great. <laughs> Oof, okay. I was chilly. Yeah, that it's cold outside. It's cold. Because it's autumn. Do you ever notice that when you're outside, uh, sometimes you'll be walking and then you just feel like there's something following you. But when you turn around, it's there's nothing there. Yeah, that's happened before. Mm-hmm. Uh, for definite, sure. I um, uh, do, you, do you look up when you do that? Oh, I was just asking. I've never felt that. Oh, really? I was just asking you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I so always you, forget to look up, and that's usually where whatever's following me went. Went up? <laughs> Michael McCaller, it's good to have you back in the studio, my dude. I feel like here. I feel like it's been a minute. I think it's... Be- and I'm looking back, I think it's because Sega September just happened. So much Sega Genesis stuff. I know nothing about Sega. None of that is applicable to you. And I don't care for it. There's really only two people that that is applicable to. Uh, Sonic you- the Hedgehog yeah, and, Sonic, and Alex yeah. Kidd. Did you see the, S- the Sega Mini? No. Here, I'll show it to you. Show I me. I just happen to have it 
sitting in this. In the it was it was so strange reading about the Sega Mini because it's oh, that is cool. It is cool, huh? And it's, you can look, look at this. You can even do the. What would you put in there? There's nothing to put in there. <laughs> Treasure, I guess. But yeah, there's a little top loader slot, but there are no cartridges that would fit in there. That's this. It, is, this would you know what fit? Uh, those PSP discs. Oh, little UMDs. Yeah, yeah. You can watch Spider Man too. Ugh. And and that is what the only thing That's you'd watch all on that, that. <laughs> would fit. Yeah. I keep reading that this is like the best collection of games. Yes. Right, it's like got a lot, doesn't it? It's got like forty games. That's a lot, but that's a lot. But if you don't like Sega, that's, that's forty thing. games too many. Yeah, <laughs> I think though that it's my favorite mini that's come out so far because, and I've said this like a hundred times in the podcast. I'll say it again. It's just the Sega Genesis is just the weirdest uh, game mm. console. I mean, I'm sorry, the Sega Genesis, Saturn, and Dreamcast. That those big three, they're like the weirdest thing that's ever yeah. happened. Uh, it's like the games that are on there are like. Echo the Dolphin, which is like, what the fuck is this? It's so crazy. I haven't figured out how to actually describe this yet, but do you feel like there is some sort of, like, transference? That, like, Nintendo games got more Sega-y after Sega stopped making consoles? Yeah, well, literally, Se- well, also Sega, <laughs> Sega yeah. just started making games for Nintendo. Right. We kind of talked about that on our last episode where, like, but like in the like in the immediacy, like what right when the Dreamcast failed, they had like some more games they wanted to put out for it, but no console. So they just started going to the Xbox. Mm. So like that's why the Xbox original Xbox has a lot of games like Panzer Dragoon and Jet Set Radio Future and Sega GT because <laughs> they just started making games for what was out at the time. Yeah. Uh, Crazy Taxi on PS2. Uh, all the Sonic games started showing up on those systems. It's like if you're in college and like your friend in the year above you drops out mm-hmm. and he just has all the textbooks ready for you. Right. You get to just inherit yes. the set. And you don't have to worry about it. For absolute sure. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like uh at this point in time, Sega has been putting games out on other people's platforms longer than they were their own oh, platform. Sure. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Wow. Uh but honestly, this while talking about Sega still is great, I don't want to anymore because <laughs> I'm over it. Just did a month on it. Uh, I want to talk about some spooky, scary games or just whatever you've been playing. Yeah. I know you probably haven't been specifically playing scary games yet. <laughs> uh, what have you been playing, bud? I have. Uh, uh, I did give a little run through to uh, Blair Witch. Mm. Is that free on uh, Games Pass? It's on Game Pass. Nice. That was why I rebought Game Pass. Yeah. Because I wanted to play that game, but like didn't want to like invest in it. Right. And I made the right choice. It oh, it's gave, not good. Well, the the joy of I love the Blair Witch movies mm-hmm. a lot, and the joy of them is like this kind of um, there's not a lot happening, and it really builds. And when it finally like surprises you at the end with what its big horror deal is, it's very enthralling. That does not work in a video game setting. I was right. just running around in the woods and I got a headache and I felt like I was lost and I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And there was a dog. <laughs> it has a very good dog mechanic. Yeah. Uh, that looks a-, a lot like your dog, actually. Uh, so I was very affectionate towards it. And I was like, they're going to do something mean to this dog. And I wasn't oh, ready no. for it. I-, I mean, I just assume nothing, nothing happy ever happens to people in Blair Witch movies. Yeah. So I was just like, I can't. I, I wasn't ready. 
It never ends up that it was just a nice camping trip. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. So, like, did you beat it? No. I Are got, you gonna? I think I'm gonna watch a playthrough of it. I think oh. I want to experience all Blair Witch content as movies. Sure. Yeah. Because I don't want to revel in them. I don't want a TV show. So, how does it play? It's a first person, first person shooter. But is it? Uh, do you have a gun or? No. So you just, just want a walking around. simulator yeah. kind of deal. Oh, the, the I mean, that's kind of cool. Is it scary? Yeah. I did not get super far in it. Okay. But yeah. like, it was interesting. Yeah. I, you're like looking for a missing boy and you're kind of like radioing to the the chief of the police. Did and, you ever play Firewatch? Yes. Is it like that? Like, but like maybe less. Much slower. Cartoony? Oh, much slower. Yeah. Hmm. Firewatch, I, I think was really smart about like keeping it. I don't know. I guess the Blair Witch movies have this problem too. Yeah. There's nothing engaging for most of it and then it all culminates. Yeah. Like that first Blair Witch movie is just people wandering around being annoying. Yeah. At first he said movies and I was like, two? <laughs> have you seen two? I have. It's a narr- It's a straight up na- just a narrative. It's two not, is insane. It's not like a found footage thing. But I also really love the um, reboot that came out a year or two ago. Oh, I don't even know what the heck you're talking about. It was about. really good. They just did, they did Blair Witch 2 in universe. It was like the found footage. Yeah. Whoa. It's like really good. Okay. I'll, I'll check this out. Yeah. The, I was a big Blair Witch fan in the day, back in the day. The, um, the character, the girl from the first movie, it's her brother and he's like obsessed with it because his sister disappeared and then yeah. he goes and finds her and it's great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. I find myself in those like walking simulators, even if they're not supposed to be scary, being scared because I the the aloneness of it mm-hmm. is not. I I really put myself there, and it's not great. Yeah, like even like what was it like? Uh, Dear Esther was that the name of the game? Yeah, I didn't play that one. It was, it's just like a game where you're on a little island and you're walking around, and it's like a guy is narrating to you. It's like, dear Esther, it's like a, it's like a letter he wrote and you're kind of just walking around mm-hmm. and the, nothing happens in the whole game. Nothing happens, but I'm scared the whole time. Sure. Yeah. Missed too. Also very scared. Yeah. Yeah. The more I need more people, I need more interaction. <laughs> uh, I, I do want to really quick. The other game I want to talk a little bit about it happened on the Nintendo switch. Uh, a legend of Zelda, a link to the past. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. That game, I don't know how you would play it without save states. Yeah. Because if you get down to three hearts, mm-hmm. the beeping makes me want to shut that game off and throw my yeah. Switch in the garbage can. Yeah. What are we going to do about those beepings? Well, I, they're in every Zelda game, yes. right? I feel, I, I remember thinking in Breath of the Wild that it got good. That they like beeped just enough for me to like move on. I think what happens in Breath of the Wild and in the new Link's Awakening is that they it beeps loud like three times. And then in the mix, they turn the beep way down. Yes. But you can still hear it. Here's what I've been doing. Okay. Link to the past. <laughs> okay. Because you can just jam L and R and make a save state. Yeah. I only do that when I'm on full health. Oh, great. And then if I get hit, I press L and R and just go back. Yeah. I have played that game. I'm doing a damageless run. Well, there's, you know, there's a, re- a rewind feature on the Nintendo Switch. I haven't used it yet. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. See, I forgot all I about that. I hadn't either. I, I pl- remember them talking about it as you said it. I played through all of Super Metroid. I never used the rewind function once. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't know, but I, <laughs> I need to get back into that because, you know, I bought one of those stupid fucking SNES controllers for my Switch. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I, I mean, it's awesome, but 
I I have it saved on my Google Chrome toolbar. Oh, just to, great! So like the second it comes back in stock, I can order it. Yeah, no, I I got one and I just haven't played in. I haven't used it. I used it once to check it out, and I said cool, and I put it in a drawer, and I haven't played anything. I haven't just I just haven't played my Switch in a while hmm. uh, since uh, Link's Awakening. I was gonna play more of Link's Awakening with that NES controller, but then the the D pad wouldn't make him move around. Oh, so I was like, I don't know. It was weird. The, the buttons worked. I could like slash, but I couldn't move anywhere. Hmm. Uh, that's very interesting. Yeah, I think that I remember playing through, all through Link, uh, Link to the Past last year. I played through it. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you liking the game outside of the incessant beeping <laughs> that you hear? I love it a lot. And then there are moments when I remember that it's a very old game. Like Yeah, that, that was my experience too. And uh, it, it's it's the game that I am playing right now. And I know I need to finish it. But when I get stuck, like if you beat a dungeon and then it's like, all right, just go to the next one. I always get stuck in like the overworld just <laughs> yeah. finding it. They're numbered on the map. I right. understand. Right. But I like don't know how to get across. Yeah. And so I just like stop playing. And then it's so frustrating. I'm like stuck in that game. And then I just stop playing video games altogether. Yeah. So that's the game. Yeah. That's great. That's the game that's I love that. Game. Yeah. We were talking about this a little bit off mic, but the idea of like uh, uh, you're playing a game and you're dedicated to it. You're, you're, you're really committed to this game, but then it frustrates you. So you don't want to play that, but then you don't want to pick up another game because inevitably you'll start like going that direction and you really want to beat Link to the Past. That's the end. You I got, would never beat Link to the Past if I stopped playing it. Now. Right. You got to be close though, huh? How, how Have you gotten the three? You gotten the three? I just finished the fourth dungeon in like the dark world. Oh, so you're... So I'm moving along. You're now. moving. You're trucking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once I figured out it was getting from the second dungeon to the third dungeon, you had to use your hook shot to cross a bridge. And yeah. for some reason, I just forgot I had a hook shot. I, same thing happens to me. So I spent yeah. a week just not playing video games. I love that. So while the rest of the world is wa- is playing Link's Awakening, you're playing Link's <laughs> The Past. Uh, I would say both so fucking charming and very similar. Uh, may- developed a year apart from each other, those mm-hmm. two games. Um uh yeah links links awake so links awakening i played on hero mode which is like their hard mode and i spent the whole game in a low health heater uh meter uh beep (laughs) which was terrible like like zelda and hard mode ends up being a one hit kills like you just like get killed after you get hit once by a person and beeping the whole game Mm -hmm. it it was uh, a little frustrating i gotta say like hard modes hey hey uh here's a hot take uh hard modes just make the ai more fun to fight like harder mm. i wanted i just wanted smarter well it's not enemies. more fun mode jeremy it's hard mode but it's also it shouldn't hard be like, is bad <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't be like shitty mode because i played so many zelda games where you just blow through them that i was like no i want to i want to challenge i like I, I think it'd be fun to fight everybody like and it takes longer like it's more fun none of that was true the ai was still easy to kill it's just like there was no heart drops the whole game. Hmm. So I couldn't, I could never regenerate health. Oh. I, so I ended up just being like seeing a death screen a lot was all that I happened. think every game should have that halo style, just like duck behind a wall and your health comes back. Oh. I do not want to hack a grass yeah. and look for a heart to pop out. Yeah. That takes me right out of the experience. Right. That's right. not how hearts work in my real life. No, 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 no. Hearts are in your chest and that's it. Uh, but I, I do like the Breath of the Wild model of like cook this food and eat it. That's cool. Because it was charming, even though I hate eating in other games. I liked it in Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild. That's the only game I liked eating. Yeah. And like cooking. He, cooking shouldn't have been fun. Cooking was good in that. They had that little music cue. Oh. And he looked so happy and surprised. Yes, yes. Uh, I've been playing... Um, 
a little game called Kid Dracula. That's what I started playing. Yeah, you know, October hit. I had just beaten Link's Awakening. I had a couple of games that are still lingering. Like, I'm still fucking around with Control. Um, Have you played Control at all? I haven't. I hear it's great. Control is amazing. It's just, like, I don't know. I, I don't know why I jumped off of it and started playing other things, but like that problem persists where I am now like I, once I started something else I didn't I haven't gone back to control yet also I started I was you know I got that PlayStation 2 that I bought for my neighbors for three dollars mm-hmm. and I was playing uh, Dirge of Cerberus Final Fantasy 7 where you play Vincent Valentine you run around as a third person shooter it is uh, you know it's a terrible game but it was an extended universe to a thing, a universe I like. So I was in, I'm invested. I'm on literally the last level of that. Haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, just started playing kid Dracula. It came out on the Castlevania collection for switch. Mm-hmm. And as I was playing through that, I was like this, why was I not fucking around with this immediately? This is why you buy this collection. Really? It's so good. It's, it's it best is, game in the collection. You'd say, I think, that's hard because it has bloodlines on it which is the sega castlevania and it also has super castlevania on it mm. those two are amazing i think it, you know it has castlevania 3 i don't know if it's the best castlevania it's not a castlevania game i'll just put it i'll wait, 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 it's, a mega, it's like a mega man game why is it on the i mean it is it is like in it's, that in, it's in the universe you're playing baby alucard from uh symphony of the night okay that's who that's who kid dracula that's is sweet. i know it's it's great uh but it's like a Mega Man game where you like you like throw um bats at and at like little cute chibi enemies wow and uh and you so it's not like you have a whip and you're slow and it sucks it's like no it's like it's like an old it's like an nes Mega Man game but like w- tons of charm so fun at some point you a boss fight <laughs> There was a boss fight that was just the Statue of Liberty, like a really cute chibi Statue of Liberty. And the boss fight just turned into a quiz show where you just had to answer (laughs) questions about the Statue of Liberty correctly. (laughs) Like, who gave this to the United States? And then then if you got it right three times, then you just won the boss fight and you moved on. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was a cute thing. It was really cute. It's a really great game, really colorful. Um, uh, I, I think... Like the secret, the sleeper, like amazing game on that collection. And you know, it's like Dracula E, so I was like kind of mm-hmm. getting into the holiday spirit. Yeah. I'm starting to move into my uh, playing some creepy games this month. Uh, if you were going to pick a creepy game to play this month, what do you think you would pick? And it can't be a Resident Evil game. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, I am always on the verge of tracking down Silent Hill 2 mm-hmm. and running through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should track it down. Yeah. And we should do that. I want to do that as a serious show this month. Ooh. So we should do okay. it. Uh, it's it's for, I know it's on, for me, it's on PS now. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can like play that game kind of fucked up. I, they like re-released it, right? Uh, yeah, I think, well, I mean, you could, you could track down a copy of it for the Xbox or like Xbox, Xbox 360 and play it that way mm. for probably so cheap. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can find it. Yeah, let's do it. Let, cool. That would that would be great because I've I I want to do that game, but it is like hard to get your hands on. Yeah. If you're not a PS Now subscriber, I feel like they put it out. Maybe it was on last gen. They like re released it with three. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it was a, it was on like a collection yeah. for 360 and PS3. That's what it is. So and that's the that's the port that is on PS now. Okay. So I would I would just see if you can track it down on Xbox 360. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So uh, I think I'm gonna play I'm gonna play that this month. I also really want to check out The Evil Within. Ooh. I've never played it, but you know, that's a scary game. It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much the follow-up to one of my favorite games. I mean, it's the Resident Evil 4 sequel, for yeah. all intents and purposes. Yeah. Or like spiritual sequel. I played it a little bit when it was out, or maybe like in at, at some point. Any good or should Papa Skip? It was so violent and brutal. Ooh. Like, it made me upset. It was the moment where I was like... <laughs> this is what my parents were talking about when they didn't want me to play Mortal Kombat. Right. It was like, this is the feeling they were right. trying to keep me from yes. having. Yeah. And so I was like, am I an adult now? Have I crossed whatever threshold that like, I'm no longer entertained by this? I might, it's either, I might do, I might do Resident Evil 7 instead. I haven't played through that yet. That might be my, Resident Evil 7 is so good. Yeah. Yeah. The Evil Within, Resident Evil 7, um, uh, that PlayStation exclusive Saw game that's like choose your own. What is that game? Oh, uh, Until Dawn. Until Dawn yeah. and uh, Silent Hill 2. Those are the ones I'm looking at right now. That sounds great. What a uh, good holiday. Yeah. I don't know if, I mean, I cannot get through all those this month, but you know, I'll try to look at a couple of them. I feel like them. they're all pretty short. Yeah. And, and I think survival horror games for the most part usually are six to eight hours yeah. unless it's a resident evil maybe 10 to 12 hours something like that they very much overstay their wake welcome like right. you can't live in yeah. that feeling of terror for right that long oh for sure yeah um and then of course pt and we'll do a little something with pt i think this month uh maybe 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 get maybe get the boys together for a rowdy pt sesh <laughs> <laughs> but we gotta get into the news uh, speaking of PS Now, um, they dropped in price. Yeah. It doesn't super apply, I guess, to you. You're an Xbox owner and, mm-hmm. and lover. But I, uh, I, yeah, $10 a month for PS Now. I'm kind of fucking pissed. Yeah. Because I bought a year of it for like a million dollars. Are you the guy who's like, well, I've been paying my student loans for years. Why yes. would we eliminate the Yes. The I'm, debt? Like, I'm like, I'm like, no, in fact, not, a, not no debt, more debt. More debt for everyone. <laughs> I've been paying. You pay more. Uh, no, I am excited because it will affect me like in the, in the ter- future. In the future. Um, but I'm excited. I think more people should have PS Now. They also made the value proposition of that go way up. They have five games that are available until the end of January. And it's like GTA 5, Uncharted 4, God of War, and uh, Infamous 2. It's like all of the greatest hits. It's of- like kind of close to game pass right it's pretty Nothing much will be game pass but it's uh, from my understanding is that it's game pass <laughs> minus the like gears five level like they're not gonna put god of war on it on ps now the day it comes out yeah. but like they still have a huge robust library of games that you can download right yes you can download anything that's ps4 ps2 PS1, like the only games you cannot download, which is unfortunately like kind of a majority of the games on there, is PS3 games. Hmm. Because I, my theory is that they still haven't figured the fuck out what they did with that console <laughs> and they can't figure out how to make it work. I think the infrastructure of the PS3 was so hard to develop for that you can't do it right mm-hmm. on, which beyond a button layout of a controller, I don't know how that makes sense. Yeah. 
because in my in my stupid brain who's not a developer the only thing that should be hard is like well how do we get the controller <laughs> right it it sounds to me like trying to open a psd in preview you know what i'm saying yes. like it's just like we can't read this format we don't right. know what you're trying to tell us yes exactly yeah so you have to like stream those games from their servers which you know, it's I've beaten two or three games. I've like played through campaigns two or th- mm. two or three games that way. It works, and one of them was Sonic Adventure Two, which is a twitchy like platforming game. It works. It's fine. You know, streaming technology is it's, we're th- we're pretty much there. Cool, you're pretty much there. How do you feel about streaming? Stadia technology? just won. Yeah, you pre-ordered Stadia, right? No, I never got around to it. Yeah, neither did I. And I, I'm glad I didn't. Oh, there's yeah. nothing I'm going to play there. Yeah. There's just too much shit right now to play, and I am getting psyched about the new consoles on the horizon. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to get both because I really want Games Pass. And if if Xbox is going to make their library available, like how, like how they did with the Xbox One, how like you can just throw in a disc and mm-hmm. go, I'm just, I'm going to do I'm going to do sense. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, Miss Marvel. For the Avengers is going to be in the Avengers game. That was a weird way to say that. Um, Yeah, so that's cool because all we've known is like the Thor, Captain America. We've just known the big five, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So they've been like slowly releasing characters that are going to be in this game. And Miss Marvel is going to be in it. Who Miss Marvel is like, I think... She's a fan favorite. Kamala Khan, the yeah. you know from the comics. No, well, that was my question. It's not Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, Miss Marvel is a different character. Yes, yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel is like uh, that's Allison Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Uh, well, Allison Brie, Brie is almost what I said. She would have made a good Captain Marvel too. Yeah, probably all, better. All fine. Yeah. Uh, Anybody, any lady, any lady. <laughs> it's yeah. not a complicated role. Cap- Captain Marvel is like the more boringer Superman. Uh, Miss Marvel is like she's a teenager and she's super interesting and has like a fun backstory and like fu- like has a lot of fun in that universe. Is she a Muslim? Yes. Okay. And I, so I have heard of that this part of it's interesting. That's cool. I think her whole run in the comics about like oh man, so long, like six years ago now or five or six years ago was perfect. I like love I lo- I love Miss Marvel and I love that iteration of Miss Marvel. Almost in like a Deadpool way, where they're like not winking to the audience, but like having that level of fun. Mm. Like one one whole issue was just her having to fight uh, Craven the Hunter, using her squirrels, and it was like confusing Craven. It was like so funny. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what this Marvel Avengers game should be doing. They should cut Iron Man, Captain yes. America. Yes. Hulk. Like I don't yeah. care about them. Eight. Uh, that's not true. I care about the ones that I know. That I've yeah. seen in the MCU, but they're like so close to the MCU now that it's like mm-hmm. it feels dollar store toyish. Oh yeah, but if they had gone like Wolverine, <laughs> Miss Marvel, yeah, Invisible and- Woman, <laughs> yeah, fucking uh, She Hulk. Who's that? Yeah. That head man who sits in a oh, chair? Oh yeah, Modok. Modok. <laughs> <laughs> Just give us a whole new roster, yeah. and they can also be Avengers. Like they can do their fucking saving the world garbage. Absolutely. We don't need it to be Captain America again. No. Leave me alone. Yeah. We and yeah, we don't need weird approximations of like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I I I'm also sort of like hard rolling my eyes at just like that that like this reveal is a headline in a video game publication outlet because it's like are we gonna go through 
mirror exactly what we did with the MCU where like every time a new character gets introduced, <laughs> we're all like psyched about it, but it's going to be like in this video game now. It's like, I'm sick of getting excited about Marvel characters I already know about <laughs> being like just introduced to, into my life that way. Are you going to get this game, this Marvel Avengers game? I'm the wrong person because I get every game. Right. I get everything because <laughs> I'm a I'm broken and my bank account is sad. Uh-huh. But I I'm probably I'll probably play. I'm, it. I'm thinking about it too, and it's like if they pull this off because it's like the Tomb Raider developers, right? It's Crystal is Dynamics. It? Yeah. Um, if it if that gameplay is as solid as the Tomb Raider gameplay, like, and they are having these interesting twists on it, right. like whatever Ant Man's gonna be, or um whatever Miss Marvel is like. Hulk and Thor, if they play differently, then like then yeah. I can see it's like this is a whole new way of gameplay, right? When we introduce Miss Marvel, as opposed yeah. to like if we're reskinning characters, like I don't care. Yes, so that's gonna be the big question for this game. Like if I get it and Thor feels different than Iron Man, right? Great. It looks so much like the movies, mm-hmm. which I hate. Yeah. I wish it was like comics or like a cool cartoon art or something. Or even if it was like super realistic, if they just had, again, like you said, an easy pitch is better characters, like yeah. weirder characters. They should have done like the Defenders, the game or something. You know, it it reeks of cowardice. Yes, it they're, does. They're it like truly, the most yeah. popular thing in the world is yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are given access to Marvel. What are we going to do with it? And it's like, pretty much what they did with it there's no yeah exactly there is no um i think even the plot follows the first avengers movie which is like the aliens are coming to earth Mm. thing i just yeah i think you're absolutely right it reeks of you are cowards yeah um here's something i'm interested in the fallout legacy collection got announced so fallout games i've never touched Mm -hmm. any game in the series really neither um fallout fallout 2 fallout tactics fallout 3 fallout new vegas and fallout 4 all game of the year edition so all the dlcs included uh are coming uh announced for the uk right now the uk and germany Hmm. uh all right i there's no way they're gonna keep that Sure. There, they're gonna definitely. Well, and we're saying this is a <coughs> PS4, Xbox, PC sort of situation. This is. I, I'm looking at the uh, tweet right now, and it's like a nice box. Uh, it says PC on it. That's hmm. PC. But there's, I mean, what what are we saying? It's definitely gonna come out to I, the rest. I want it on the Switch. Oh, I would play that on the Switch. That is interesting. Fallout 3 specifically was just like such a big game. I know a bunch of like one of my friends who is not a video game player uh, stopped because of Fallout 3. He was just like, I lost myself to it. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Oh, interesting. Um, but he just loved it so much and like talks about it so fondly. Like I've always wanted to give that a shot, but I'm never going to sit down and play that. Right. Old janky ass game. Right. Well, I have the same thing with New Vegas where all my friends were like, this is it. This yeah. is the greatest thing ever. Uh, Ronnie Daisy, friend of the show, has uh, often talked about that. Like he's he's played through he still is play, plays through it like he'll hmm. go through the whole game again like just making different choices and um, I really want to check that out I hope I hope it gets ported to at least the PS4 and Xbox One if not Switch would be yeah. great too and they already kind of led the way with the Fallout Shelter was that the uh-huh. game right? yeah <laughs> they paved the way for uh... Uh, what's gonna happen on Switch is they're going to release 
Fallout 3 on its own for fifty nine ninety. See, that's fucked up. That's what's gonna happen. And that's exactly right. You're exactly <laughs> right. They're gonna port like uh but if they ported New Vegas that way, that'd be fun. I would just get that one. Sure. Yeah. Uh there's a lot of Resident Evil news <laughs> happening this uh this this week. Uh McCaller, you you you've been tracking this uh project resistance mm-hmm. thing so can you tell me about that like what is what is project resistance? it is a multiplayer asynchronous 4v1 game four players will play as survivors one player plays as the mastermind so they're like playing the game by watching through different security <coughs> cameras mm-hmm. and laying down monsters it it's almost becomes like a a card game okay where you like get a dog card and then you can put a dog somewhere and you like build traps and are trying to kill these people while they're trying to survive and like solve very basic puzzles oh. <laughs> like you you find a item and bring it to this place it's not like you're using your brain at all but you are trying to survive you're getting one from one place to the other i was actually watching one of my favorite twitch streamers last night play the beta so I watched the game. Oh shit! How and how does it look to you? It looks great. Okay, so you are you gonna get this? Oh yeah. Oh great! I'm very excited. Okay. Uh, it's Resident Evil Two Remake gameplay. Oh cool! It like when you play as a survivor, you are playing Resident Evil Two Remake. Are you and playing any good character? Like no, they're generic like yeah. girl with glasses. Yeah. Biff uh, McLarge, huge strong man. <laughs> yeah. Thick McRunfast. They're all mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, but, uh-huh. which I just realized is a derogatory term for Irish people. Yeah, Can't say it. unless uh, you're the Mick, the show. I I am a Mick. Yeah, my last name is literally Mick, and your name is Mickle. We got out of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a close call. Close call. But I've allowed plane. To landed say the it. plane. Uh, no, Project Reason. It's very arcadey. Uh, this I like. Now this I'm liking. <laughs> this is the part I don't like. Oh, I wish they would dial it back. Like yeah. when you when you are playing it, you um, in Resident Evil 2 Remake, your knife, for instance, would have a certain amount you could use it before it would break. In this game, you get that, but it has a number by it. And when you mm. slash, like almost like an RPG, like the numbers, the amount of damage it's coming off of a zombie ticks off. Hmm. Uh, and it's a little much. It's like you can see that like outlines. I kind of wish it was closer to like the Resident Evil 2 remake where it's just like it's darkness and then yes. a monster jumps out at you. Right. But there's sort of like indicators. There's like a lot of uh, HUD elements, a lot of on screen sure. displays. What do you think is going to be more fun playing the saw master or playing the survivors? It was definitely more fun watching the survivors. Uh-huh. Uh, the saw man. I don't know. It looks weird and dull. Sure. But it's like, it's like, you do also, that's the other big gameplay element when you're playing the saw master in which would make, make it better. Uh, you can jump in and play as a zombie or play as, uh, I mean, I think we saw it in the trailer. You can play as Mr. X. Oh, okay. So like, that's fun. And then that character or that specific monster's eyes start glowing. So it's like an indicator. Like that's the one, that's coming after you, but it looks like the Crimson Heads from Resident Evil 1 remake. Oh, great. And then it's like square to claw and X to bite. Oh. <laughs> which is like a funny, weird yeah. thing. Kind of like Evolved. Remember that game Evolved? Yes. Where like everyone everyone but one person was playing a, mm-hmm. a soldier, and then there's like a monster? Yes. That sounds cool. I've got to admit, that sounds cool. If for nothing, if for no other reason, if you're playing a survivor, it's sort of like 
a roguelike Resident Evil. It's yeah. like a procedurally generated Resident Evil where you don't know what's coming around every map. So it's like endless Resident Evil levels in a way. Which I want. When are we getting Resident Evil Maker? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for it one thing... It makes pre-rendered backdrops. Yes. You can just you design like, beautiful art. Yeah. You just like drop in little like a tiger eyes. Because then you know people are going to make like a tiger eye like room uh-huh. where it's just covered in tiger eyes. Uh, Mario Maker style. I'm a little disappointed. Speaking of uh, makers, Link's Awakening has like a light dungeon maker in it that's like just fine. Yeah. It's not like this should be a whole game. This should be like the fucking. And I heard in an interview with the makers of Link's Awakening remake, that game started out as a dungeon maker. Right. I saw that too. Uh, The point that made me realize like, oh yeah, you can't ever make a Zelda maker was they were saying like, we don't know how to communicate puzzles to people. Like Uh, we don't know how to let people get a small key and like communicate like, and I realized how much more difficult that is than like Mario get from left to right. Like we all know the broad strokes of it. Like Zelda. You could get lost fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I almost feel like if you were going to make a Zelda dungeon maker, what would be most fun about it is making easy dungeons. Mm. It would be like a challenge to see, can anyone actually get through my dungeon? Mm -hmm. Because that's like expert level design at that point. Yeah. Whereas Mario Maker is almost like the fun of it's like how many people cannot finish my level? Uh-huh. I want to make I want to make it to where like, no one can finish it, knowing, clawing at their own brain, knowing there's a way to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the news. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk all about Big Boo's Haunt, which is of course the uh, area of Super Mario sixty four. It's one area in that giant game, and we're gonna talk for literally as long as we can about that. Uh, so stay tuned. back with video games a comedy show i am as always your host jeremy schmidt i am sitting across from zoo tycoon crew champion michael mcculler uh how you doing how's your body how you feeling spooked strong. scared strong yeah uh love I get, that i, love I get that. like a fight or flight response yes <laughs> like the more scared i get the more just like furious energy i have uh-huh yeah <laughs> uh very cool very cool do um so today we're talking all about Big Boo's Haunt, which is just like a specific area of Super Mario sixty four. It is one of my all time favorite spookathon little video game treats. <laughs> I absolutely adore this section of the game, and when other games do things like this. But to kind of explain what Big Boo's Haunt is, you have to understand. I think what Super Mario sixty four is, which is like this pseudo open worldy Mario game. Mm-hmm. It is it is it's not open world in the sense that you can go anywhere and do anything anytime you want, but you have sort of this like open hub that allows you to like jump into paintings, you can go into different levels. And one of those levels is like predicated on a trick. So, let's get into it. Yeah. You're playing Super Mario 64 and you go all through the top part of the castle, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you you open the castle door 
and you're in a new world of like fun and adventure. And I feel like all of the levels are pretty bright and exciting. So you have like the snow world and you have the little like floating island world. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the initial world that you have to go to first is like the where King Babam mm-hmm. is. It's just like a lush green field you can run through. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me, me of like what the one world one one is mm. in, in super mario one right just like trees and mm-hmm. stuff like that the aesthetic of tree you know <laughs> as opposed to sand or snow uh but then eventually you get you collect enough stars you go beat bowser uh i think can you you can access this area early mm-hmm. right you can almost access it right away because you can go downstairs you, early you can go to the because it's down a hall right in like a courtyard yeah and you can go there from the very beginning of the game, mm-hmm. but it's only, I don't know what the number is. There's a certain amount of stars you get that like all of a sudden this corridor that maybe you've gone and explored once or twice, you look down it. And, and there's a huge boo, like the biggest boo you've ever seen. It's huge and scary. Yeah. So th- this is my fa- I What I love so much about this moment in the game is that's right. You are able to access it early. And when you run down the corridor, you know, you're still hearing the, castle theme or whatever when you go outside it's silent out there so you're kind of like well what is this area just like a little hangout okay like it kind of yeah it makes you feel like oh this this is like a very well designed castle like they Mm -hmm. really thought about this they have rooms in here that aren't even being used for anything but then when you visit it after you collect that amount of stars you see the big boo down the hallway it does something very interesting right so mario has trained us to know that when we're not looking at booze, they're coming at us. Mm-hmm. And then when we look at them, they stop. And in this game, when we come after a boo, it turns around and runs away. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's almost like subverts a little bit of like what you think a boo does mm-hmm. is kind of chase you. But instead we have to chase it into its own little area. And when you get out there, it's suddenly covered in booze. Right? They're all over the place. They're all over the place. And I still love, like, it's so weird that, like, in this game, it's very light, very friendly, very approachable. There's this area that's, like, a total fucking creep fest. It's, like, because it's dead silent. I think all you can hear is, like, the running water of the fountain. Mm-hmm. And there are just booze everywhere going, like, baka, baka. like they're doing their <laughs> little, like, sound. Um, so, what do you find if you run around that little area long enough? So, there's this mechanic that you need to learn that is very obtuse yes you have to like jump over a boo and butt stomp yeah or like slide into them with like your zb move that nobody ever used in that entire game right uh (laughs) because of the ghosts like dematerialize if you look right like you can't just run up to them and punch them you have to like trick them into Mm -hmm. showing themselves so you have to learn how to kill ghosts first right you're in this area which is actually helpful for what's about to happen. Yeah. yeah. You can't get into the level until you find like all the ghosts when they turn invisible. Uh, am I misremembering this? Can you see what they have inside them? Yeah. Like if they turn invisible, they have like, like you'll see a coin, coin and then you'll come up to it and it might be a boo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with this, there's one boo in the back corner that has a little house in him. <laughs> it's like a cage. It, it's like what the house is inside of. Yeah. Maybe. That's how I always read it as a kid, because it is kind of hard to tell what it is. But it looks like, what What would you say it looks like? Like a cylindrical 
tr- but like a pointy ends. Yeah, like the first time you used 3D software to make a shape. Uh-huh. Like it's cool enough. Uh-huh. It's like a an a 3D octagon that comes into a point. Right. So you kill that boo. Kill him. Yeah, yeah. You I can't, can't stop thinking about this shape. Yeah. What could it be? I don't know. <laughs> it it is from? weird. It's like a... It looks like a tall circus a tent. hexagon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's a circus tent. It's like the, kind of the perfect way to describe it, I think. Because it is... It's pointing out the top, but then it like kind of comes down on each side. It doesn't look like the mansion or the house. I, it looks to me almost like a container holding yeah. the like world. Superman City of Candor? Yes, exactly. Like Superman City of Candor. Uh, so once you kill that boo... Pretty much this happens immediately. You're so close to it. It triggers Mario to jump up in the air, shrink his body down, and and fly into what is another level. So instead of this being a painting, which you would have assumed, like, in, in all, of all of the worlds, like, the ghost one's going to have a painting. Creepy painting. A creepy that, painting. Like, the eyes follow you as right. you Right. Or it around. disappears and stuff. Instead, it's like this weird outdoor... It's just crazy to me that like it's also like sunny outside, too. It's not even a particularly creepy area, and I think that's why it gives me weird vibes mm-hmm. immediately. Um, There's also in this like macro sense, this is the first 3D Mario game. Right. It's trained us to expect surprises and secrets and things we weren't expecting. Yeah. For there to now be something this surprising, a giant yes. ghost at the end of the hall, like now can these surprises hurt us? Yes. Is kind of this feeling that I start to get and like. Big Boo's Haunt, I, I feel like Mario 64 is like a big example of like internet uh, like creepypastas almost. Sure. Like, I found this crazy thing and my friend started bleeding from his eyes and now his family moved and they don't talk about him. <laughs> There's like yeah. something haunting about it and like right. all the Luigi rumors and I feel like a lot of them stem from Big Boo's Haunt. Yeah. That you go into this unsettling silent courtyard, you find a room that takes you to a haunted house yeah that is also packed full of weird frightening surprises right so it's, it's interesting too that like mario 3 had ghosts in it mm-hmm. but they were in castles there wasn't like special ghost houses yeah super mario world invented like the ghost house it was like you go into like booze houses and there's like three or four of them throughout the game and they're very interesting and they kind of set up a thing in Mario that I hate, which is the booze house. I hate booze houses tradi- I in games traditionally. Uh, Super Mario World's okay because they're not too insane, but any of the new Super Mario games, I hate any time mm. to go to a booze house. Uh, but this game circumvents even this new tradition of boo house with like, I don't know. I guess when I first started playing Super Mario 64, I was like, I didn't think there'd be that much to the game. Hmm. Like, uh, Connor McCabe tells this anecdote that I really like where he beats Bowser up the stairs the first time and he just assumed he beat the game and, like, ran around the house screaming. Like, he thought he beat it within, like, 40 minutes or however long it takes to do that. Uh-huh. And I kind of did, too. It's it was, always, it was always surprising to me that there was more to the castle. Hmm. And I think this was a big part of that of, like, there's a fucking boo world. So when you jump into this little cage, it drops you into a, a, a level traditional that is right outside of a huge haunted mansion. Uh, it's a huge area that's v- not very 
populated. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a lot of open space, which I think creates like atmosphere, right? Yeah. Immediately. And uh, there's some ghosts and there is some there are some Goombas around, but they're they're placed so sporadically. It's hard to even imagine like why they're there at mm-hmm. all. Which I think the mystery of it also helps with the creepy pastas. That there was just so much left to the imagination yeah. still in that N sixty four era. Uh, side note: What is your favorite creepy pasta story? Do you have one? Oh yeah. Do you know uh, Candle Cove? No. <laughs> is Candle, it good? Candle Cove is legitimately unsettling. Okay. Yeah. Any any uh, any highlights? It, it doesn't do it justice. It, the idea is. Uh, it's like written like an internet forum mm-hmm. and everybody's like, do you remember the show Candle Cove? And everybody's like, oh yeah, my mom told me I didn't watch that. And it's like, there were these really creepy puppets on it. And, <sighs> and it's like, oh yeah, I totally remember that show. And like people are coming back in mm-hmm. and then the last post, I guess I'll just spoil it. Yeah. You'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, the last post is I asked my mom about Candle Cove and she was like, what do you, uh, well, you never watch a show like that. And she was like, no, it was on every Saturday at yeah. 9 a.m. to 9.30. And she was like, yeah, we were always really unsettled by that. Used to, You used to, on Saturday from 9 to 9.30, just sit and stare at static. <laughs> very scary. That is very scary. <laughs> yeah. I remember there was, there was like a, uh, my favorite group of pasta story was, it was framed up like it was someone who worked at Nickelodeon and they got, they would always get like mail. And one of them was just a, like a tape of a missing SpongeBob SquarePants episode. Have you read Squidward that one? Squidward Suicide? Squidward Suicide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like super insane. And I think like, isn't there like some like child death like part of it where like it flashes on the screen for a second? Like, yes. Like the bodies of two headless kids or something crazy. They, well, they actually made a Photoshop of like Squidward yeah. with like dark circles around his eyes. Yeah. And it and it is supposed to like, if you see it, it's very ringy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, if you see it, yeah. You... Did you see that in a new episode of SpongeBob, they referenced Squidward suicide? No, that's great. Squidward and SpongeBob go to like a world where there's like alternate universe where they're like opening doors. Yeah. And one of the doors they open is just like Squidward suicide. Oh, <laughs> like, I love it. I love horrifying. that. That's great. Too much. That's too much. <laughs> So you get into Big Boo's haunt. Uh, what do you do first when you get into? Because you'll notice that there is a a giant mansion in front of you, and then a shed behind you, mm-hmm. like a weird like other house behind you. Uh, what was your first instinct? I remember going in the house because the shed did and still kind of does terrify. Yes, me. yeah. The shed's excessive. Yeah, the shed is a little much, and um. There's something that happened. It didn't happen very often in video games back then. So when it does happen, I really want to reference it. Is it? It's like the logic to the layout of the map was pretty satisfying Mm. in that it was all a connected loop. Like you could get to areas in the shed from the house, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there was like. I specifically remember one area where there, like, it looks like a chasm that if mm-hmm. you fell into, you would die, but you would just fall, and then you would be just outside the merry-go-round. Right. Which is, I didn't realize until I said it out loud how creepy it is. Yes. The shed leads to a underground merry-go-round. merry-go-round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the ghosts live. Where the ghosts live and play, you have to assume. So, uh, let's just go through the mansion. Yeah. So, you, you enter the mansion. You, you, there's two entrances. There's one in the front, one in the back. And the one in the back, you can't really do much with at first because it's just a little room with a painting of a boo inside of it. Mm -hmm. Right? Isn't that right? Yeah. So 
you go through the front and it's a pretty conventional Resident Evil mansion layout. There's no stairs leading up to the second floor yet, and there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are one, two, three, four, five doors, right? There's two on the left, two in front of you, and then one on the side, one on the right. That sounds right. Yeah. I believe you. I don't think there's two on the right, two doors on the right. No, there's definitely like, it, it's not six. Yeah. There's definitely spaces where like there should be a door and there's not. And there's not one. So if you hit up the immediate door to your left, you'll come to a room. And again, pretty open. There's a window with a little light source coming and it's like hitting a piano with a chair. And of course, if you walk towards this piano thinking, oh, there's something over here. I'll probably just jump on this piano, which is of course what I did. Jump straight towards the piano, trying to jump on top of it. The piano becomes a giant piano monster with huge teeth <laughs> and starts biting you. And the sound it makes will always be like live in my nightmares. Yeah. I'm just like, I think the sound effect is just somebody pounding on piano uh-huh. keys, just like going like bonk, bonk, bonk. And it's like, it also, is it also making dog barking sounds too? Yeah. I think it, well, it's like, <laughs> I certainly remember it's like teetering back and forth on its four legs. Yes. <laughs> like it's out of control. It's out of control. It's like, a, it's it, lost its mind. Yes. It's like, it is like a rabid dog trying to get you. Um, but there is a red coin i believe mm-hmm. underneath it so Tucked like way behind it you do have to like get it over to one side of the room if you want to like get uh-huh. that red coin so this room is connected to the next room which is the library room mm-hmm. and in this room when you go inside of it there is a painting of a boo uh which is logically where the back door entrance is is on the other side of that painting mm-hmm. there is also a there are also bookshelves and this is the room where books will fly out of the shelves <laughs> and, and fly towards you. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. This is something I just learned. Those books, when they're coming out, if you jump up on underneath them and hit them like a block, you get a blue coin. Oh, which changes. This is one of the reasons I love this level is because when I was a kid, hundred coin stars were mm-hmm. always incredibly hard. Yeah, but I was, I was like, at least in Big Boo's Haunt, there are blue coins everywhere. If you kill a ghost, yes, they give you a blue coin, which is five five coins. coins. Yeah, easy. So in, coins in, is easy. in every level, if you got a hundred coins, you got a star. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's how you get one hundred twenty really 100 coin stars and it's it's never in like the star layout no yeah it's always there's the six stars and like if you're thinking about the star screen there's six stars and then it's your high coin count Mm -hmm. and then if you get 100 and get the star there's a little star icon oh i don't remember that i've gotten 120 in that game before so i must have known that at some point and just not remembered it was the worst part of it for me yeah is it is it the same in bowser's castle too no okay so it's just like the regular worlds just just the worlds yeah yeah that was always again one of my like creepypasta theories like i'll bet there's 100 coins in the castle yeah and if i get 100 coins in the castle what happens yes probably i'll find squidward suicide i'll probably like it's always horrifying yeah it was always a little brain always so certain i mean you're not too far up though from what i was thinking with a lot of this stuff where it's just like oh it's gonna be a nightmare like whatever happens to me it's gonna be a nightmare in this world (laughs) because there's a lot of creepy elements to the castle and to other worlds too like a lot of like the underwater stuff is very scary Mm. a lot of the sand stuff can get scary and i feel like later on too well i guess in that down 
the lava stuff scares me. There's just like a lot of stuff that can scare me in in Super Mario 64. <laughs> um, so and if it scares you, imagine how much it scares the team making Marvel's The Avengers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, so okay, so that's the the library area is the place where yeah you'll get um there are and and, and keep in mind like in every room there's probably a couple booze too yeah we're lurking around so, so the library has uh, red coins up on the top of the bookshelves yes. that you can grab yeah and there is a secret area in that in that first library right isn't it like up no that's in the above? upstairs that's in the upstairs mm-hmm. okay so. This my my memory is getting a little hazy. So when you get out of this room, it that room also connects to the front left room, which is just the eyeball. That's yes. where just the eyeball is, and there's like fencing above you. Yeah, and there's there is something up there, mm-hmm. right? I don't think you can get there from just the. You can wall kick if you, you can wall kick if you really want to. Yeah, I think that's part of the hundred coin route when speedrunners do it. Gotcha. But this is where you would like trick the eye you like you like get the eye to focus on you and then you run around the eye to make you it disappear go into a room and there's just an eyeball yeah. looking at you yeah. <laughs> and mario's reaction is like i'm gonna confuse it yes <laughs> yeah sprints around it yeah he also turns into a blue coin yes nintendo eyeball logic is very fun <laughs> i think because it's like in every game if you see an eyeball you're supposed to get it to look at you and then trick it. <laughs> <laughs> it happens in Zelda too, for the most part. Yeah, Nintendo hates eyeballs. Yeah, they don't like eyeballs. Sometimes in Zelda, they though, like it is it like it'll shoot at you and you're supposed to deflect it back at the mm. eyeball. That's a good eyeball trick. Yeah, like or that. shoot an arrow at it. I like that. So there's no way So there's no way out of that room except to go back to back the out. lobby. So you go to the lobby, uh, then you go to the front right room, which is, I think, the chasm that you're talking about. That's where like you have yes. the platform. It's like a platforming mm-hmm. challenge where you're supposed to get from one area to the other. And if you happen to fall, you would fall straight down into like shallow water, I right. think. Yeah. So this this is just kind of an area where you can get a blue coin. I think there's like a ghost there. And then there's the right, the room to the right that it's mm-hmm. it's connected to, which is wh- what is in that room. I am try- I I have not been able to remember any of these. Yeah. I know where to like. I have the muscle memory. Yes, <laughs> I could yeah. tilt my man into it. Yeah, but I do not remember what's in there. That might be the other half of the library that you have to wall kick up. Yeah, because there's some way to get upstairs, mm-hmm. right? And what is that? What is the most popular way to get upstairs? There is, uh, I think you. That's one of the wa- rare instances where you have to wall kick. Like the game designed it to yeah. be wall kicked. Yeah, there up is to. a there is a snow level challenge where you have to wall kick too, right? Yeah, yeah. To and get Hazy up. Maze Cave has it. Too. Yeah, but like wall kick, it's that's the game telling you like advanced players get up here. Yeah, and I remember struggling because there's a uh, some sort of star challenge. Oh, that's how you get to the giant eyeball. Uh, if you go uh, this place where you wall kick up, it leads up to the roof, mm-hmm. and you get into like this little attic area, and it leads up to the balcony, yes. which is where you fight a giant boo. Yes. Again. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but also in there is another one of those boo paintings mm-hmm. that you just feel like you can't interact with. But if you get a vanish cap, and then like while the vanish cap timer is running, run in there pull off the perfect wall kick yes you can get in there and then loop through that painting and fight a giant eyeball yes and what is the eyeball about <laughs> it's 
the eyeball we saw before, except free transformed in Photoshop. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> just so much bigger. Vector image just <laughs> spread out. Yeah. And you also, you beat him. There's no difference. Yeah. Between him and. You just run around other, him. You run around him yeah. the same amount of times. But I love this, like, just scale alone is enough to paralyze. Terrify yeah. you. Because mm-hmm. you don't know where you like you've already worked pretty hard to get in here yeah like if you don't know and that's what so much of this uh like retracing big boo's haunt is about is like trying to put myself in my boots when i was first playing yeah your big booze boots (laughs) (laughs) it was the boot that you wear to walk over plants in mario brothers 3 it was hard enough to get in there. Yeah. And you already like struggled and didn't have the vanish cap and it was always like running out right when you'd get in there. Right. And so when you finally got in there, you'd think there'd just be a star and you get in there and you're like, huh! like yeah, confronted. Yeah. Confronted with the biggest a giant eyeball. enemy. Yeah. And if you just keep your wits about you, you beat him the same way you've beaten the other. Yeah, It's easy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. You get a star. Yeah. So I feel like we've kind of explored most of the mansion. Is there any, any significant rooms upstairs that are worth like just talking talking about? There's one that um, has just like a big chasm mm-hmm. between like you are on one balcony and there's another balcony over there that has a star that like you can see. Right. Um, that you're supposed to like wind your way around that honestly, I don't remember how to, yeah. you're supposed to get anymore because you can like double jump and kick and, yeah. and get over The problem with like being obsessed with speedrunning too is that you don't actually see a lot of the game. Yeah. yeah. It's like circumvented by fun tricks. <laughs> there is also upstairs... But the a, red, the a, red a, coin star is up on the, in the lobby on the second floor, yes. right? Yeah. Well, that was the other room I was going to mention. It was the, uh, the grave room. Oh, yeah, yeah, You go yeah. into one room and there's an eyeball in like an entryway and then you go inside and there's just like this stone room with gravestones. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, are you talking about the coffins? Yeah. yeah oh, are they coffins? They're coffins and they like jump up. Yeah, they like yeah. lift up at you and yeah. like they attack you too. Yeah. And two of them have red coins under them so you have to go you and You have to deal with under, it. Yeah. <laughs> under them. I love how insane, I love how just like placed out stuff is. It's weird because now I think nowadays if you go back and play it, you would be like a little underwhelmed with just for example, like how big of about how big of Big Boo's haunt is and with nothing in it really. Yeah. And it wouldn't have I think dawn on you that, oh, this is trying to create atmosphere using the limitations of the software. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's like I don't know, like it still holds to me the idea of like a lot of N64 games are way less populated than this. Mm. Like there's like way less stuff to interact with and do. This is like a fun, almost like theme park haunted theme park full of like almost every horror Halloween cliche inside Uh of it. So it's like coffins and eyeballs and ghosts and trap doors and uh, uh, haunted libraries, haunted pianos. It's like, it's like everything is haunted in a fun haunted mansion way. Right. Which I love. Uh, so let's get to the shed. The shed you can also access through the shed traditional, or you can fall into the chasm and get down there. So if you go through the shed traditional, you walk in the doors. It's unlocked. It's fine. You can get in there. And you go down an elevator. The elevator takes you all the way down. Then you are in shallow water, right? And there's like, and it's like a big circular area. Well, okay. We have to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> There's a the big circular area, but before that, between the elevator and the big circular area is a short hallway. 
that serves no purpose. Yeah. It's textured as though it's like made of wood. Yeah. And it's like the most intricate texture in the game. (laughs) And I remember as a child thinking, there's no way this room just exists for no reason. (laughs) I spent hours in that room like jumping around, kicking specific wooden planks, thinking it would open. Because wooden planks would kick over sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It has no reason to be there. I love it. It is the scariest room. Yeah. In video games. That's amazing. Because it, it, it serves zero purpose. Yeah. And that is a thing that they probably didn't even think about. Yeah. But to us, we're like, it has to do something. I felt like there was a lot of areas in the castle, around the castle too, that were like that, where I was like, what is this? Yeah. Why is this here? And it would just really wouldn't be an answer yeah. for it. Yeah. It's just so you can stomp the blocks and get yeah. into the vanish camp. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. There's yeah. like a whole long area of the castle to get to the vanish camp. Part. Yes. Like, Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. So... I love that. So you go through this creepy hallway and then you're in the shallow. And that's water? when you're in the shallow. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a, and that's when you hear the music, right? When you open the door, you hear like fucked up carnival music, <laughs> but it's coming from far away, which I thought was a very, very tastefully done. It wasn't just like immediately you hear it, it's like playing over an overhead speaker somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's coming from the room and you can kind of feel that as you're running around the little area. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's shallow water. You're running around. There's like a there's like a deep water area, or am I just there is go- for the 3D uh, the 2D sorry the DS game. Oh really? Yeah, because Mario's hat's underneath the water. Interesting. You like dive, I think, to get Mar- Wario's hat and come back up because you need. Remember how that game works, where you like need to be the character to get the cap to do the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like Mario can be he can be a puffed out Mario. Luigi is. Tall. Who are the? Th- it's Luigi's invisible. Is that his thing? Or Mario's invisible? I don't know. Can only some of them get like the vanish cap? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I think Luigi's is the vanish cap. Wario's is the metal cap. Mario's is the flying cap, like the the wing cap, and he gets he can become like a P, like a fat Mario. That's to, cute. to blimp up. Have you ever played that game? No. Oh, yeah. So that's how that that's how that game works. Is you actually can and you can find these hats in world. So oh. like you'll see like a Luigi cap just laying on the floor, and you like go put it on, and you become Luigi as Mario. What? And if you get hit, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was kind of doing Mario Odyssey before Mario Odyssey. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, if you put on a Luigi cap, you become Luigi as Mario. And what's creepy about it is his voice is still Mario's. Ugh. So if you're Yoshi and you put on a Wario cap and you get all of your sound effects are still Yoshi coming <laughs> out of Wario's mouth. It's super weird. I like it. Uh, but yeah, I think so. I, I can't remember who has the vanish cap. I think it's I think it's just Luigi. But that's yeah, you have to find Luigi's cap first, then the vanish cap, then mm-hmm. get through the the whatever. It's a it's like one extra step. Bonkers. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I guess there's probably no deep water then in like the original. Well there is uh in the creepy short wood hallway, there's like ankle deep water. Right. And then when you get inside the circle path, mm-hmm. it's like you can swim in it, but there's nothing I don't think there's anything down there. Okay. At all. It's but yeah. like you are it's like exactly Mario's height water. Yeah. It's one Mario deep. One Mario deep. 
So one wahoo they call the unit. <laughs> There's a, a bunch of doors leading though to inside the circular area. And when you open that door, there is a merry-go-round. It is a spinning room with now very loud carnival music, insane, creepy carnival uh-huh. music, and booze everywhere. How does this They're room like work? They're coming out of paintings. They're coming out of the different paintings. Now there is a big boo in there, right? Mm-hmm. That you would have that you have to fight. He's like one of two of the big ones. Yeah, you have to, um, or three. There are three. Um, because the first star is go on a ghost hunt, mm-hmm. and that like is a really smart star to like get you kind of exploring the whole mm-hmm. area and killing ghosts. I like that smart then, star. Yeah, yeah. Once you kill enough ghosts, then Big Boo appears in the hall, mm-hmm. and then Big Boo's merry-go-round. You have to kill, I think, three ghosts mm-hmm. on the merry-go-round, and that's when the merry-go-round Boo appears, like a mother hen. Uh huh. You've been pissed off, jumping in the air. And stomping with your butt on my baby. Yes, and you've got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> and what does Mario do? He continues to jump in the air and stomp with his butt. Uh huh. And that's how you get the big boo too. Is you just stomp. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that gets you a star. And that's a star, I yeah. guess. Uh, yes. This area is to me the what was so terrifying about it was like the sudden loudness. I remember yeah. like that being so scary. Like when you go into an area that's just like suddenly screaming loud music and it, it's so disorienting to you. That it's been like more or less silent the rest of this level. There's like this like doom, boom, boom, yeah. boom kind of music. Boom, 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 something like that. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like very toned down music yeah. for sure. Again, the attempt at atmosphere is happening here and then when you get downstairs it's like the atmosphere has just changed so much so dramatically and it's i guess that it has that clown creepy feel to it um but yeah so there i mean there's just as many stars in this level as there are any it's like a full it's like a fully fledged world Mm -hmm. and in typical boo fashion you know like all of the stars you get in the world are sort of that backwards puzzle logic way of thinking where like for example if you know, I mean, you kind of brought it up with the vanishing cap, with the vanish cap, right? Where like, if if in the maze level, the cave, what would you call it? Hazy maze. Ha- Hazy maze cave. <laughs> That's what I call it. There's like, there might be a cage and inside the cage, there's a star and you can like see it. So it's like about getting the vanishing cap. In this in this level, it's more like, okay, what possible surfaces could, do you think I can traverse through to get mm. maybe a star on the other side of it? You have to like think about the level in a different way, yeah. Which is sort of Boo's deal, right? Is Boo is always like, if if the whole game you're running right to left, it's like, no, now run left to right. Mm-hmm. That's like that's the logic of it. It's always twisted. It's always like try to get up to an area that you think might be too high. Or- that's a, that's a good point. There's not uh, besides the one on the balcony that you can trick. And even that is like a long circuitous path mm-hmm. backwards. You don't see a lot of stars in this level. Mm-mm. They're not yeah. just like hanging out. And then you're like, how do I get that? Mm-hmm. You have to just do weird things. Yeah. And some of the, and you've already prepared to do some of that with like red coin challenge. Like you already know mm-hmm. that that's like a star to get. And then, but other than that, that like red coins are the only for sure carry over from level to level right mm-hmm. is that there's going to be red coins red in each coins one. and 100 coins and 100 coins right so yeah other than that though it's really just like i like figuring out what each world has laid out for you but in a lot of the cases like like i think about in the sand world what's that called shifting sand shifty land. sand land ssl here yeah nasty. there's always like a clue like the clue to the star might be like 
chase the eagle and mm-hmm. it's like you it's like very clear like okay there's the eagle you see him immediately and you have to like go find him it's way more esoteric in big boo's haunt because it's like i don't know big boo's merry-go-round yeah big like, boo's merry you yeah. know generally where to go oh yeah yeah the clues are ghost still... hunt specifically is yeah. the first star that i always think like how did i figure that out yeah they i don't think they've done that kind of Zelda-like puzzle, like mm-hmm. kill enough enemies to progress mm-hmm. in any other Mario game. Yeah, have they? I don't know. That's that's really it's a really interesting uh, challenge rubric that they brought into Mario Maker, which I think is cool. Which is like mm. there's like now kill as ma- this many enemies to like leave the level. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's Big Boo's haunt. I mean that's. Are there so any good. stars that you remember like specifically other than the ones we've talked about? Any other ones where big ones were missing that were fun? The Big Boo's Balcony mm-hmm. is pretty cool and scary. Yeah. Like, when you first start out the game, you can use your C-up, look around, to look straight up, and you see a giant ghost yeah. <laughs> up at the top of the house. Yeah. But, like, when you actually get up there, you first have to go through that weird wall kick jump to mm-hmm. get up there. So you've already, again, I like, that was a hard one for me. Yes. Now I re- I'm looking back on it, and I've done that a million times, and mm-hmm. it's fun each time. It's just the logic of wall jumping, I think, didn't make sense to yeah. me. And forget it in a 2D game. I did not understand it back then at oh, all. Oh, really? Like, how to do, like, yeah, double jumping even was hard, but... Uh... So you get up to the upstairs, you go out into the balcony, and there's a big boo again. You <laughs> kill him the same way you had to before. But once you do, the star is up on the roof. Yeah. And you've got to, like, traverse these slopes that still and the camera is like fixed yeah for the first time and it's like how many times have you fallen after fighting big boo hundreds yeah. of times and having to go all the way back up which is such a nightmare yeah yeah so yeah after you beat big boo it's like you have to go outside and then go back or no he's outside already he's outside mm-hmm. in the balcony in the on the balcony he just lives there yeah and then you get him and you kill him and then it just pops up uh, it's like the balcony is below like one of the turrets of the house uh-huh and then you've got to like jump up you can either jump all the way across and then it gets flat on yes. the far end and mm-hmm. you can just like run around or if you're a speed runner you can uh like sidekick and jump a couple times oh perfect pop on up there that's why you slip and fall and mm-hmm. go to the back of the house speedrunners have really got to figure it out they really figured out how to streamline this game speedrunning <laughs> flips my brain out because <laughs> can you imagine being bowser mm-hmm. and just being like i've got all these traps for yes. him and it's like he jumped over all of it he skipped it yeah he clipped through the wall <laughs> what he what do you mean he clipped through the wall <laughs> yeah he doesn't have that power yeah what but how are the walls made He's jumping he's like upset. backwards. Yeah. He's like, polygons? What are you talking about? He's like like pulling down his own uh, castle. Uh, Bowser to me also, oh, speaking of scary, when you first see Bowser, we didn't even talk about that. That's one of the scariest moments in yeah, video games to he's me. he's huge. He's way bigger in scale proportion to you than he is in any other game. Yeah. Unless it's like a bit they're doing. I love Big Bowser. Big Bowser is great. Very scary. Because yeah. again, I have a giant fear. Yes. I have a fear of giants. <clears throat> Beating Bowser is another one of these things. How did we know what to do? I don't know. I just feel like I've always known, like, oh, yeah, run behind him, press B on his tail. Grab his tail, yeah. How the fuck were we supposed to know that? I don't know. I, I have no idea, but everyone got it. Yeah. How do we know to get in Big Boo's haunt? Yeah, how long? What do you I, mean? There's a, we don't know how to kill ghosts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you talking Why about? Why would I even go near it? Yeah, there's like this, there's this, this part, this, I have this fucking memory where 
I grabbed Bowser's tail a ton, but it didn't. I couldn't figure out how to like what to do next. Yeah. So I would just grab his tail and then like go grab it like a, a bunch of times because I didn't know that like it takes me. It took me a minute to like figure out like the rotation of the stick. And then you think for sure if you just throw him off the edge, he'll be hurt. No. It makes him more powerful. Yeah, he jumps through the air and destroys, like, <laughs> I guess in the first one, he doesn't really destroy the platform, but he definitely, he like, shockwaves. Shockwaves, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. And in later ones, he would destroy parts of the platform, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, oh, so good. What a great fight that is. That's the best Bowser fight, for sure. It's the only one to me that ever feels like an actual fight. Yeah. Like, the rest of them are, like, you're tricking, uh, bullet bills to hit him Mm -hmm. or you're you know throwing his own weapons back at him i also feel like the fact that you do it three times throughout the game is yeah like important to me yeah how did you feel about the bowser fights in mario odyssey i was just thinking about that i love them and i wanted to do them one more time Mm -hmm. i wanted a third one which we got a dragon boss instead of Mm -hmm. a another bowser fight which is fine but at that point that's insane that is insane we forget <laughs> how much that's that was insane at the time where it became dark souls for like five minutes that's insane mario just fights a dragon beast that's real he's not like a fun dragon no. it's like it is a terrifying awful <laughs> dragon in a dark terrible world it's very much like uh in both worlds like i would have either had Three Bowser fights that were the same thing, except like slightly escalating. Mm -hmm. Because I do think that is a smart, cool Bowser fight. Like Mm -hmm. getting the hat, like stealing his punchy hat and Mm -hmm. going up and punching him is very fun. Yeah. But they do that twice. Yeah. So it's either go, first time we fight Bowser, he does that. Second time is Dragon. Third time he does something else crazy. Yeah. Or have us fight him three times and escalate it. Yeah. I think... I think we could have done both with the dragon. I think oh, you could yeah. have had three in the dragon. There's yeah. no reason. Uh, is the third time maybe re- they they thought like replaced with, oh, you'll play as Bowser at the end. Like Maybe. That's like, because... Although that all feels like one big segment to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Like, I like the idea of, and I think Mario 64 does this really well. It's like Bowser's kind of the indicator, like you have made it through a third of the game. Right. This is your progress marker. Right. Yes. And do you see credits at all in Mario 64? Mm-hmm. After you beat that third Bowser. And then you just go right back into the world, having beat him? No, you... um. Oh, you shouldn't beat him. You don't beat him. You beat him, and then it plays credits, and it's the only time they play this music cue that's one of the best Mario music mm-hmm. cues. Like, dun, 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 dun. It's the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I did it justice. I love that. Um, But it plays the credits, and you see like the camera like whipping around, and you're checking out all the all the uh villains that you saw mm-hmm. and remember yeah and then it, at the very end it shows the cake that peach made mm-hmm. and it says the end and mario goes thank you so much for playing my game mm-hmm. and then nothing happens you have to reset your game <laughs> it just stops oh that's great but it does save your progress and yeah. so then that once you reset it then and choose that file again then you are back in the world and you can and just keep going do your thing yeah that's like very early like how do we handle beating a game, but you're not done with it yet? Yeah. Kind of a thing. Just fade out and go to the titles. Very my interesting. Dog. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, that was the obvious choice. Yeah. When I beat Super Metroid for this SNES, it's just a frozen, at the end of the credits, it's a frozen dead SNES screen. It's just like, oh, really? thank you for doing this. And it's just like in space. <laughs> and it just looks like a screensaver. You're just like, thank you. And you're like, you're welcome. You know, I'm like clicking buttons. It's just, it's just frozen dead. Very weird. Yeah, very crazy. 
Well, that's going to do it for the show. Video Games, a comedy show. We covered Big Boo's Haunt today. Uh, Michael McCaller, thank you so much for doing this episode. Thank you for having me. What a great time. Yeah, this was uh, very, very fun. I've wanted to cover this for a long time. I'm glad we got a chance to. And of course, just in time for Halloween. Very spooky. Uh, Yeah, it really is. You know, know, maybe we'll do more Mario levels specifically. But to me, this does feel like the the best example of a boo thing in a Mario game yeah. and like the, the most well executed version of that. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. So uh, why don't you go ahead and plug something? Yeah. You got a Twitch channel at least, I right? I do. Uh, I got, I'm streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Michael McCaller. Is that right? Ooh, it's been a while since I, I plugged that it. Sounds that sounds right. right. That sounds right. Um, otherwise my Twitter is twitter.com or <laughs> at, at, <laughs> It's twitter.com. I do Twitter. Just go to twitter.com. Every time you get like one of those suggested tweets, that's me suggesting it. Uh-huh. With my <laughs> faves. No, it's at Michael McCaller. Yeah. At Michael McCaller is how you plug a Twitch channel. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug our Patreon, patreon.com slash VGA comedy show. Uh, we have a lot of really great bonus content on there. We gave away our uh, our last v- uh, video games, a serious show for free to anyone who wants to listen to it. That includes our uh, YouTube, our like video segment where we like me and two of the boys played through a good amount of Toe Jam and Earl, about 45 minutes on it, kind of riffed on it as we went. It's very funny, very light. And you can also listen to the Video Games A Serious Show episode that accompanies that. You can follow the show on Twitter at VGA Comedy Show. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime. Uh, other than that, I, I don't know. I think I'm just going to like, do you want a beer? Do you want like a beer from my cooler? Yes. Okay. Let me check here. No beer. <sighs> it's ghost beer. I brought ghost beer. I'm so sorry. I'm, I can't. I can't drink that. Yeah, it goes it goes, just goes right through you. The beer, you put it in your mouth and it just goes right through you because it's ghost beer. Ugh, I'm so sorry. You know, I should have known, like, going to the CVS in Boo Town was going to only yield Boo products. What was crazy is, like, you went in there and then you couldn't figure out how to get out. And yeah. you had to fly to the left. <laughs> I had to fly through the small window to the left and they were so mad at me <laughs> for doing that. Uh, because in Boo Town, you just go through stuff. Most most of its civilians just mm-hmm. go through things. Well, if you hit a P switch, then you can find the the blue exit door. Right. Well, yeah, but how how are you gonna find a P switch? Not on this time. <laughs> I mean, the, we had to get to this boat. I guess I don't know. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do on this boat. I have been very bored. It's like it's like weird because it's scary for the first four hours. Uh huh. And then after that, it's like, okay, just kill me. <laughs> Make a decision. Right? Make a decision. Yeah, do something. I've been hanging out forever. Yeah. And I will hang out forever. All right, because they killed us. But I'm committed. So, this is this is my this is my bit for this month is <laughs> we're doing sunken ship, hanging out on sunken ship. Okay. All right. Well, I guess 